0: And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo, and you're listening to The Grisha
1: Cast. Welcome to Grisha Cast, episode 59. In this episode, we are covering chapters 13 and 14 from the book King of Scars. This is your host, Eric.
0: And I'm Terry. From Nashville, Tennessee, this is your podcast for all things Grishaverse, a
1: world created by the wonderful Lee Bardugo.
0: Moi yen yeah. hello. hello, hello. What's
1: up, y'all? It's been a minute. So um, a hot minute. It has been a hot minute. Sorry about that, but we'll tell you about that in a second. Sorry about it. Real quickly, we've got to say hello to some of our cities.
0: We do, like Haigasi, Hiroshima, Japan.
1: Whoa, go girl. Yes! That is awesome. Yeah. And next, we've got Basingstok, England.
0: Woohoo!
1: Please, um you know be nice sorry if we if i mispronounce that um we try we do so hey so thank you all so much for listening it is um yeah i still don't believe that there are people out there listening to us but
0: um clearly there are
1: so for those of you asking how you can help we would greatly appreciate tips a dollar goes a long way your tips will help us to continue to bring you the Grisha Cast. You can Venmo a tip to at b o d h i m m
0: or Cash App Sun. b o d h i m m. Also, leaving a review on your podcast platform, liking and following us on our socials, especially our YouTube channel, would make us oh so very happy. Happy, 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 happy. Ah,
1: oh, yes. So. How have you been, girl? We're back. We We, um...
0: are back.
1: Yeah, we... (laughs) I think the majority of the country had to go through that snowstorm, so I don't think it's really newsworthy. Like, I mean, we were shut down for a week. I mean...
0: Everything was shut down for a week, but we were very lucky compared to other people, like in Texas.
1: Right. Absolutely. Um,
0: So I never lost electricity. I never lost Mm -mm. water. I had all of my creature comforts, and I was snowed in with the love of my life, and everything was great. So... It wasn't terrible for me, and I feel very bad for those that it was for. but yeah. um, but for me personally, no big deal.
1: I definitely enjoyed the fact that I had a week off work yes. that I didn't expect. <laughs> uh, every single day, I would wait for that text to come through, and when it did, I was just like,
0: yes! I still had to work but oh. from home, but I was still expected to work. <laughs> I was God. just glad I was inside and I could see the pretty... Snow outside so pretty. It's so
1: beautiful. I love so pretty. That's what I miss so much about living in Minneapolis is snow is beautiful. I love cold weather. And there is after a f- like a fresh snowstorm or like the snow stops, if you go outside at night, there's like this audible silence. Yeah. Know it's just like I don't know, it's beautiful. And I- it's
0: actually like weirdly a blanket of warmth. Yeah. Like it's just cold. Until it snows, and then there's just, like, this warmth that it just, it doesn't seem as cold anymore.
1: It was nice, especially for us, because we haven't had snow in a while. (laughs) A long time. We used to at least get one snowstorm a year, and then we haven't had snow, like, this is the first time in two years or three or something.
0: I want to say it's been since, like, 15 or 16.
1: It's been a while, because that's one of my favorite things, so I always look for it. My favorite (laughs) (laughs) things.
0: Eric's favorite things,
1: but yeah, so that was nice. And, um, anyways, we um we're back.
0: We are back.
1: So, um, how was like anything else? I mean, I guess since we were snowed in, we really didn't get to do anything. Because I mean, I didn't. No, I, I
0: not really. Um, we did get a nice little email about Nina's timeline. Oh. Um, from Miss Amelia, thank you so much. Um, we have been discussing it for a few weeks about, um, you know, how in the world <laughs> that works. did we get to where we are? But she brought up a very, very, very interesting point that makes so much sense. That if you think of her as the same age as Adric, and if you think about Adric's timeline, where he was supposed to go with the the students, he was supposed right. to be evacuated with them. But his sister asked that he could stay. So he had to have been older, which would have made Nina older. Yeah. So let's say they were around like 14 at that at that point. Yes. And then that would make sense with the storyline. So thank you 100% <laughs> to Amelia for putting that in my brain. Because then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yes, that makes sense now.
1: Absolutely. Like, I mean... Just because, like, Lee is so, like, specific about that stuff. Like, I couldn't imagine her making, like—because that's not, like, a small little mistake. Like, that's a main character. It's not, like, um, some of the weird stuff that happened with, like, Harry Potter in the movies where— But, anyways, timelines are important, and I'm glad—thank you guys for helping Yes,
0: us. thank you. That's why we ask you all.
1: <laughs> Lord. Because
0: I knew there had to be a good explanation for it. Yeah. I just—I was having a block. In my own brain,
1: <laughs> it's hard. I I don't really think about our characters' ages.
0: No, like I don't. at all. Um, I just spilled sugar everywhere. It's okay, girl. Um, we'll clean it up.
1: <laughs> it's actually monk fruit.
0: Oh yes, I you some monk. Yeah, some monk. Speaking of monk, but um, but yes, thank you so much for for that. It makes so much sense, and uh, and my brain can rest happy. And I hope that helps everyone else. If everyone else was. Absolutely. Worried about it as well.
1: <laughs> well, we all got to work together to help. We do. <laughs> and so, I'm sure you guys know, we usually record this on Thursday and it gets released on Friday. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I can't wait for GrishaCast news to talk about this, but Lee Bardugo posted a awesome image, like I mean an ad today for the show, and it was the fold picture for those of you that have seen it. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> I know we finally get to see the fold.
1: Oh, my God. I, I was crying because it was like for the first time actually seeing something that like, I don't know, it just meant so much.
0: Yeah, it's emotional. It, Every time a new poster comes out or a new little, yeah. little like, tidbit comes out, it's emotional.
1: And supposedly tomorrow, because I mean, we're getting pretty close to when mm-hmm. it comes out, we might be getting the trailer, y'all so
0: less than two months now
1: yeah so just to let you guys know when we do when that trailer does hit we will be doing like a special episode um so hang in there for that because we're gonna pick apart that whole like we're gonna take we're gonna try to find everything we can in it yep we're gonna slow it down to like so slow Mm -hmm. and see if we can catch everything frame by frame because we're crazy like that oh
0: yeah we're gonna pick it apart absolutely a very special episode.
1: Hmm. Well, should we get started?
0: We probably should because okay. we will, we want to talk about some things. Just a few. Just a few. So chapter 13 follows Miss Nina. Mm-hmm. Nina and Hana are still at the hunting lodge. They're taking turns pretending to be asleep uh, by keeping up their little ruse that they have so oh. those men don't bother them. But they actually ask each other questions to stay awake. <laughs> yeah, so they don't actually fall asleep, because that's a little dangerous. In the morning, they head out, um, riding bareback together. Uh, that just Nina's sounds... arms around her waist, thighs braced together. I'm telling you. I'm telling you.
1: Hey, I... Mark
0: my words.
1: There's something going on there.
0: There's gonna be. I betcha.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, that's literally the way it was written. Like oh, yeah. thighs brace together. That is the literal way it was written. So, like, I think we're supposed to think that. I agree. So, all right. Whew. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me, while yeah. I have a cool moment. cool down. Whew.
1: Take a shower, mm. cold shower,
0: <laughs> a cold one. Mm. Um, they meet back up with Adric at his camp, and he pretends to be upset over Hana wearing trousers. On their ride back, we learn that Hana is nineteen, so the right age. <laughs> For Nina, because Nina is eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to take her vows at the convent, and she can't go home. Mm-mm. And that even though she thinks Grisha is a sin, she likes using her powers. It makes her feel good. They decide, as a cover for Nina, to teach her about her powers. That um, they're going to tell the the well mother that Nina will teach her Zimany. Wow. And Nina um, apparently learned all these powers from her sister. Okay. (laughs) Her quote, unquote, sister. Because, you know, she's not Grisha. She just learned.
1: I was talking about the band, girl.
0: Come on. Where's your mind? You're going to make me blush this episode, (laughs) Um, which is not easy to do. Well. And Nina (laughs) will hopefully be able to get more information out of Hana during all of this, like about the factory and things that go on. Yeah. Uh, So back at the convent, as Nina suggests, they go to town for lunch. Leone suddenly faints. Adric says she's burning up and her pulse is racing. Apparently she has absorbed the pollutants from the water sample, trying to isolate it. Remember in the last episode, she was going to try to pull it from the water. So she has pulled too much into her own system. While they're caring for her, she tells them that the well mother came to her earlier to tell her that the girl that had fallen off the horse into the river has died. Wow. Which is sus. Very sus.
1: Hmm. This is random, but I'm going to try to loop it in. Have you watched Sabrina that's on Netflix? No. Okay.
0: Do I need to? Well,
1: I liked it. I've watched all the seasons. And the last season that just came out, it was the final season, which was the surprise. And like... I don't – well, no, you haven't watched it, so I don't want to spoil it for okay. you. You might like it.
0: <laughs> I know a lot of people really like it.
1: It ended in a really weird way. And, okay. Um, anyways, it makes no sense now because I'm not going to say it because I'm not going to spoil it for you. So <laughs> sorry for wasting that 30 seconds. So I watch,
0: like, Manny MUA on YouTube, and he talks about it, like, all the time. Um, I just haven't I – I should start it.
1: It's cool. It's It's totally different from – The Sabrina when we were growing up. Yeah. It's just, it's a darker side of it. I think, supposedly, it's based off of the comic, which I didn't, like, I never read the comic, but I guess the comic comic was darker. Yeah. It was darker, which was, ooh. And you know what that reminds me of, which is, I was talking about that Disney movie, which, hey, why am I talking about that? Because we need to be discussing Grishaverse. But (laughs) to finish that thought, I did call Terry over this past weekend or I texted her and asked her, "Have you ever seen the Disney movie Black Cauldron?" I hadn't. It was a really old movie, so I like missed it. Um, and I watched it, and that was horrifying. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a Disney, ba- I was a Disney baby, and I just couldn't believe it. It was.
0: There's a lot of the older ones that are a lot darker.
1: Yeah, but there's nothing that's as dark as that one. Well, no. Whoa. No. So. If you like Disney and you haven't watched that, you need to. All Disney buffs have to. Yes. So. Yes. Okay, back to the Grishaverse. Sorry, back love Back to the
0: Grishaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nina tells them about the wolves and how she thinks there was Perem in the bite, but Leone says she thinks it's something corrosive and not Perem. Okay. This is also the time that Nina tells the two of them that she can hear the dead. Hey, guys. <laughs>
1: don't think I'm weird, I y'all. I hear dead people. Yeah.
0: And that they need their help. I'm not sure at this point if they're convinced because it kind of, it ends a scene um, without them really responding. So I don't know what their response was, but I imagine it's like, "Oh, right, Nina.
1: They're probably just ignoring her and just like, oh, she, let's pretend she didn't say that. <laughs> yes. Because, I mean, in in real life, you know, when if people just like, if your friend just randomly said that, you'd be like, hmm. Uh huh. Okay. Did I hear you right? <laughs> Repeat.
0: <laughs> the but. next morning, Nina was sub- summoned by the Well Mother, which means that Hana has asked her for the Zimini lessons. Adric is skeptical, but Nina convinces him that her plan is a good plan. In the Well Mother's office, the well mother herself is skeptical, saying that she can't pay for it. And it also seems like too good an offer from Nina or Mina. But Nina says okay. that she wants a reference for a more permanent position and flatters the well mother enough that she starts feeling herself and allows the lessons. Right. Hanna asks if she's actually going to give up her life as a guide. And Nina realizes at this moment that she is not ready to settle down in any one place. So I'm going to call foreshadowing. Absolutely. Because she talks about how she wasn't even at home in Ravka. Like she's never felt like she needed to put down roots. So I think continuing on even into the next book, I think she's going to be a wanderer.
1: And through her journey, like when we got, if you think about just the character since like when we met her and what she went through, how like she was just this really fun, like, you know, Mm -hmm. jovial person. And then like, of course, like, I mean, when Nikolai dies, it's it's traumatic and it's just like she's going through all the stages of grief. And When Matthias
0: dies. Oh, what did I say? Nikolai.
1: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Nikolai don't die. Sorry about that, y'all. Or does he? And see, that's why I think I said that, is because (laughs) I have had my own thoughts about, like, what the future, like, rule of wolves is going to have.
0: Yeah, let's just say nobody knows.
1: We don't, but I'm just throwing this out there. That is my concern, is that that could happen.
0: Yeah, we had that conversation.
1: So, listeners, do you feel me? Do you have that concern as well? Because, I mean, we know, like, I mean, she said there's going to be death we know there's going to be marriage and there's ugh, just nervous but
0: yeah it's going to be uh it's going to be a nervous time mm-hmm. okay
1: sorry for interrupting you so much
0: so <laughs> happens when i go first
1: it, it does
0: maybe i shouldn't go first
1: i'll go first next time <laughs> i'll go
0: i no i love you cuz you get so excited about about everything and you're just like oh but no <laughs> Okay, so Nina tells Hana that she'll have to learn at least a little Zemini and teaches her the first thing, which is to fight. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Then spends two hours showing her the beginning lessons of slowing and racing her own heart. Nina tells Hana that she's a natural, which doesn't elicit such a great response. And that leads us to our scene.
1: Oh, okay. So we're going to be doing a scene and... I, th- I guess I'm playing Hannah. Is that correct?
0: It is correct.
1: Okay. And you playing Nina.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Well, um, are you re- Well, I'll let you finish sipping your tea. Oh, well. I'm good. I go first. That's <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. Well, here we go, y'all. Curtain up. <clears throat> that word, natural. Hannah ran her finger over one of the sheets where she'd scrawled the conjunction of another Zemini verb. Conjugation of another Zemini verb. Her penmanship was tragic. When I was younger, my father took me everywhere to ride, to hunt. It was unorthodox, but he longed for a son and I think he believed there was no harm in it. I loved it. Fighting, horsemanship, running free, but when I got older and it was time to present me at court. I couldn't shake it off.
0: And why should you have to, Nina thought. She didn't have any great love for horses and preferred not to run anywhere unless being chased, but at least she was allowed those opportunities.
1: Hanna folded her arms, her shoulders hunching, looking like she wanted to crumble into herself. Unnatural, they call me. A woman's body is meant to be soft, but mine was hard. A lady is meant to take small, graceful steps, but I strode. I was a laughingstock. Hannah gazed up at the ceiling. My father blamed himself for corrupting me. I couldn't sing or paint, but I could clean a deer and string a bow. I could build a shelter. All I wanted was to escape to the woods, sleep beneath the stars.
0: That sounds, well, that sounds horrible, admitted Nina, but I think I can understand the appeal.
1: I tried to change. I really did, Hannah shrugged. I failed. If I fail again, I...
0: Her gaze was bleak, and Nina wondered what grim future she was seeing. What happens if you fail again?
1: The school was supposed to make me presentable. Good marriage material. If the well mother can't fix me, I'll never be allowed to go home. Never be presented at court. It should have happened two years ago.
0: Would it be so bad not to go back?
1: And never see my parents live like an exile?
0: Are those the choices? I, f-
1: I find a way to fit in, or I take vows and live the rest of my life out here, in service to Gel, among women of the Wall, she scowled. I wish I was an infernai instead of a Heartrender.
0: That's ridiculous, Nina said without thinking, her pride bristling. How could anyone want to be a summoner instead of a Corporalkai? Everyone knows we're the best order. I mean... Why would anyone want to be an in inferno?
1: Hana's bright eyes flashed as if, it ch- as if it challenged. So I could melt the ice court from the inside out, wash the whole big mess into the sea.
0: Dangerous words. And maybe Nina should have pretended to be scandalized. Instead, she grinned. The grandest puddle in the world.
1: Exactly, said Hana, returning her smile, that wicked edge curling her lips.
0: Suddenly, Nina wanted to tell Hana all of it. "'My friends and I blew a hole in the ice-court wall. "'We stole a Fjorden tank. "'All saints, did she want to brag?' "'Nina gave her head a shake. "'This is a chance to gain her confidence,' she told herself. "'Take it.' "'She sat down at the desk next to Hana and said, "'If you could go anywhere, do anything, "'what would you choose for yourself?'
1: Novia Zem, Hanna said instantly. I'd get a job, make my own money, hire myself out as a sharpshooter. You're that good? I am, Hanna said, without a hint of hesitation. I think about it every time I ride out, just disappearing, making everyone believe I was lost in a storm or that I was carried away by the river.
0: Specy idea, come to Ravka. Then why not do it? Why not just go?
1: Hanna stared at her, shocked. I couldn't do that to my parents. I couldn't shame them that way.
0: Nina narrowly avoided rolling her eyes. Fjordans and their honor. Of course not, she said swiftly. But she couldn't help but think of Hanna riding into the clearing, rifle raised, braids loose, a warrior born. There was gold in her. Nina could see it. The shine dimmed by years of being told there was something wrong in the way she was made. Those glimpses of the real Hana, the Hanna who was meant to be, were driving her to distraction. You're not here to make a new friend, Zenik, she chastised herself. You're here for information. What if the well mother casts you out? she asked.
1: She won't. My father is a generous donor.
0: And if she catches you flouncing about in men's trousers? Nina prodded. She won't. If my friends and I had been less generous, she might have. Now Hanna leaned back and grinned with easy confidence. There you are, thought Nina.
1: It would have been your word against mine. I would have been dressed neatly in my pinafore and back behind the convent walls before you'd knocked on the well mother's door.
0: Interesting. Nina put all the condescension she could summon in her tone and said... Of course you would have.
1: Hanna sat up straighter and jabbed her finger into the surface of the desk. I know every step that creaks in this place. I know just where the cook stashes the key to the west kitchen door, and I have pinafores and changes of clothes stowed everywhere from the chapel to the roof. I, I don't get caught.
0: Nina held up her hands to make peace. I just think you might consider more caution,
1: says the girl teaching me Grisha skills in the halls of jail.
0: Maybe I have less to lose than you do.
1: Hannah raised a brow. Or maybe you just think you're better at being bold.
0: Try me, thought Nina. But all she said was, back to work. Let's see if you can make my heart race.
1: End scene. End, scene. End chapter.
0: Okay, so I have finished the book. And I yes. thought that that was an important Heart to add in there because we needed a little bit of hana like to understand that yeah. whole thing so that's why i put that in there also i wanted to say um or ask do fear like what are Fjordan's thoughts on being gay like to me as a queer person hana seems gay like she seems queer yeah Especially, you know, her talking, of, they talk about, like, who she was meant to be and who yeah. she's, like, hiding. And so, to me, she's a queer character. So, but that's not brought up. It's only brought up about, like, her just acting different. So, does she yeah. not know that she's queer? Or, like, is it just not a big deal? What do Fjordans think about queerness? Well, Do we know?
1: Well, I know that, like, for sure, Fjordans would not, I don't think they'd look at, like, gay people equally at all I look at like Fiorda as like definitely like a very like religious country and like I mean just from the way like we know how they look at like I mean the Grisha and how they hate them I'm pretty sure it would be like just like I don't know. I just I have that feeling, although I don't have any proof of that. Like, I mean, that's not written anywhere.
0: I had the same feeling too because they talk about um, like being marriage material and um, like her, right? Her finding a husband and her not wanting to do that. Um, So that's what I gathered from it, and that, and it's not even like brought up that she could be a queer character. It's just that she acts like a boy, like that she's not like feminine. Um, so that was kind of my take on that.
1: And what's amazing about that is, I mean, you watch Shit's Creek, right? Mm-hmm. And that was what was so amazing about that show was like, I mean, the fact that they had LGBT characters and for the first time in TV history, like it wasn't the normal representation that had been seen. Yeah. It was just...
0: There no are one, these characters, and no here they are. No one's in the are. closet.
1: Nope. And no
0: one had to say their sexuality. No one had to, like, come out as any kind of queer. Nope. It was just people. Fact.
1: <laughs> Fact and love. Yes. Like, I mean, just like, I mean, just. We need it... to
0: get to that. Yeah. That'd be great.
1: Like, have a Shits Creek, like, episode?
0: Well, <laughs> <laughs> have a Shits Creek life.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I'm into the wine, not the label, just forever and ever, and no one cares.
1: Yeah. If you haven't seen that show, you have done yourself out. a disservice. You need to stop listening to us. Come back. We'll be here. <laughs> Go turn on Netflix right now. It's all there. It is incredible.
0: And get past the first season. The first season was like, it was good. But like beyond that, it's amazing. It really
1: is. I. It's brilliant because I get that comedy. I don't get a lot of like the modern comedy. That's, oh, I die. Yeah, David is amazing oh my gosh and like i watched something on your like facebook like page or something that you it was it had him in it what was it i guess it was like an snl skit possibly yes that was hilarious
0: several he did um men's makeup that's what i was yes so funny because they were like man smash and they were like making makeup try to be all like manly like when you get swole in the gym and you need to go back to work and he's like this is just cosmetics (laughs)
1: Because, like, that's, I have, there are a couple companies out there trying to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's so true. And it's just so fun. Like, oh, I love that. I love David's humor. I know.
0: He's great. Well, yeah, I get called Stevie all the time. And then every once in a while, someone's like, you act just like Alexa. And I'm like, is it Stevie or Alexa? (laughs) Because you can't be both. Well, I'm not Alexa, but mm. I'm not quite Stevie either. Maybe the way I dress, but.
1: Yeah. yeah i see that see i love all those characters like i I mean i would the mother i
0: wish um, i could do a moira accent like i I know i can't
1: no i can't either it's so unique and perfect
0: it's amazing i I can't do
1: that (laughs) but um anyways back to the Grisha (laughs) uh
0: can you tell that we haven't seen each other two weeks yeah we've got a
1: lot to catch up on y'all oh did i let you guys know like we
0: have officially i i have a
1: son i'm an actual Woo! father i have a fish we have officially adopted kaden and his name is now kaden gage berry and i couldn't be happier
0: oh that happened you're too a parent
1: it was really cool we like if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning then really like actually you've uh-huh. kind of been <laughs> along for the whole history of yeah. it because this podcast started very close to right when we got him mm-hmm. so I probably ne- didn't bring it up a lot, and the reason for that is, is because I wasn't in a good place with it. So now things have changed in such a great way for him and I. You're I love are officially our a parent.
0: It I know. It makes me so happy.
1: And I'm just, I'm proud of myself. I, I'm proud of you. I never thought that I would actually want to say I'm proud to be a father. oh And that I because I didn't use those words like I mean for a while. So now I, now I can. Oh I know. <sighs> Don't make me emotional. Off. Well, um, okay, real quickly. So we played a little, like, fun little commercial last week. So we figured we'd play another fun little one. So if you've listened to all our podcasts, you've heard this. But for those of you new listeners... Um,
0: or you just want to hear it again.
1: Yeah, we get, we're we trying to get creative, you know, come up with some <laughs> stuff. So this is a commercial made by us. And, um, yeah. Are you in the Navy?
0: In the Navy.
1: Or, I don't know, I mean you got to figure out what you're doing.
0: What are you doing?
1: I don't know. Let's hear it. (laughs) Ayur Fjorda. Our country is known for being noble and kind. We're all walk free and our children play without fear in the snow. Life here in Fjorda is good. Fjorda was built strong and holy by the sacred gel. While you're cozy in your warm bed, there is an evil lurking amongst us. You've heard them called Wedge. Maybe Demjan or Adrusha. All these are one and the same. Grisha. Abomination to our feared and way of life. There is only one answer. Druskella.
0: The Druskella's way of life is to defend the pure way of life. Every day, no matter where we serve, we take a stand. For our nation, for each other,
1: for us all. We vow to rid the world of the Grisha. Few will cross the ice bridge. Few will battle the Grecia. Few will earn the black and silver.
0: Few will earn the title, Druskella. Come cross the ice bridge with us. The few, the proud, the Druskella. This commercial paid for by the Druskella Recruitment Bureau. Captain Yarlbrum requires all applications submitted two weeks prior to Ringkala. All recruits are required to have life insurance. The Ice Court and the Council of Yarlbrum cannot be held liable for death in execution of your duties.
1: Ior? Ior? Hello? Hello? Is this, Is this the, the, ice the Ice Court? court? I gotta, I gotta use, use your, your shim, shim cooper. cooper. You know, you know your, your piss bucket. Where, Where is, is every Fjordan? Uh, oh boy. Okay, so we <laughs> had a little too much fun getting creative for like our Grisha anniversary. And um, oh, man. yeah, that I haven't heard that in a long time.
0: No, that cracked me up.
1: Uh, that character, when I was doing it, I in my head, he was just old man Fjorda. <laughs> and, oh, fantastic. Whew, Yeah, and I wanted to use every Furion word that we had, like that we like that she had presented in books. Shim Cooper, I don't even know where that is. Like, I mean, in the books. I don't either. Yeah. So, anyways.
0: um, All right.
1: Yeah. So let's go into our next. You got a
0: lot going on in yours.
1: Yeah. So we're the next chapter is chapter fourteen, which is Zoya's chapter, and it's actually the chapter that ends out this. This part. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot does go on. So I'm going to read the beginning of it. Zoya had spent little time in Kribirsk since the war. There wasn't much cause and it held too many bad memories. In the days when Ravka had been split from its western coastline by the Shadowfold, Kribirsk had served as the last place of safety, a town where merchants and bold travelers outfitted their journeys and where soldiers might spend a final night drinking away their terror or paying for comfort in a lover's arms before they boarded a sandskiff and were launched into the unnatural darkness of the fold. Many never returned. Kribirsk had been a port, but now the dark territory known as the Unsea was gone, and Kribirsk was just another small town with little to offer but a sad history. Vesti- vestiges of the town's former glory remained, the jail and the barracks, the building that had once housed officers of the First Army and where the Triumvirate had first met with Ravka's new king, but the sprawling encampment of tents and horses and soldiers was no more. It was said you could still find unspent bullets in the dust and occasionally scraps of silk from the black pavilion where the Darkling had once held court. End quote. So,
0: so all that stuff... Is a lot. ...was, like, hanging out, like, as a little place where, like, you could probably actually see the fold, like, the thing that we saw today in the poster. Yes. So they can, like, see that from, like, their little... So... That's scary.
1: Well, but, remember, like, I mean, the fold, like, I mean, it's just, like, it's... Now it's just, like, gray sand. Yeah. So...
0: Now it's just, like, a desert.
1: And, yeah. So, yeah, I just... That was my... <laughs> my next note was, like it's gray sand i was just about to repeat that but um anyways yeah it's gray desert and um the only they still do have the sand skiffs um to travel across it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but they don't have to worry about the vulcra anymore we know they're gone um that's
0: a good thing
1: <laughs> yeah so um those are terrifying <laughs> and we're gonna get like when we actually see what that oh my looks like. that's gonna be horrifying i could just you could kind of see them in that picture that came out. Did you look at that where like yeah. it kind of had like little shapes of like, things?
0: Can you imagine when it, they're actually like in motion and whew.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
0: And spe- the sounds.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's going to be the big one. The sounds they make. To, to, for some reason in my head, like the sounds are like super eerie.
1: I remember specifically from that first book where like she's – she sees the Volcra for the first time because mm-hmm. it's like I don't know something goes off where like light goes everywhere and she just sees that they're surrounded yes. by Volcra and like that image is actually in my head like I could see it and I just wonder how that's gonna like I
0: and don't know they, and in the book it says that like the sounds are almost human like
1: right which is right <laughs>
0: terrifying
1: and, then, and there is come. There's a myth. It's somewhere in here where, I mean, like, supposedly they used to be humans. So, I mean, and Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know. It's so crazy. Ah!
0: I'm too excited. (laughs) I
1: know. So, also, so wildlife doesn't grow there either, okay? So, I mean, it is literally just a big sandbox. And... The same businesses are still there, just fewer of them. The biggest change is to the church. Here's a quote. The simple whitewashed building with its blue dome had once been dedicated to Sankt Vladimir. Now, a blazing golden sun hung over the entry, a sign that the building had been reconsecrated to Sancta Alina of the Fold. End quote. So, Zoya thinks back on her relationship with Alina... And how she used to be really jealous of her. And, I mean, when you think about Zoya's character back in the trilogy, Mm -hmm. when we first met her, we didn't like her that much. Um, She definitely, um, well, she was jealous of the power that Alina had. Yes. And also, like, the position that put Alina in with the Darkling, because...
0: Yeah, because at that point, Zoya wanted to be...
1: Oh, yeah, she followed everything the Darkling did. Uh Uh-huh. Like, she and... This is just way back when Zoya was a mean girl and totally wasn't going to let fetch happen. Mm-mm. No fetch. No,
0: you're not going to make that happen.
1: So here's another quote. Ravka had given too much of its love to men like the Darkling, the Apparat, even the Lantsov Kings. They owed a little of it to an orphan girl with no dress sense, end quote. I just thought that was awesome. <laughs> like, so true. Um, the outer wall of the church was now actually covered in names and it's kind of like a memorium and if you think back on it's um it's in is it Shadow and Bone when I think it is it's the first book where the Darkling takes everybody out there and he he uses Alina's powers to mm-hmm. show and then like he also like extends the shadow fold over into Yes, that um, the sister city, which is called Novo Beers. Yes, and it was just like watching just a massacre happen, and it's just like it's so crazy. So,
0: so there's a list of names
1: on that of people who have died. Yes, is
0: Ginja eyeball on that list? Remember um, <laughs> when we did the well, memorial?
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: Jinya's eyeball.
1: You know, probably an art, maybe on like a little like tomb by the side like some of the random (laughs) an
0: asterisk
1: (laughs) yeah well they i don't even know if i have this in my notes but they do say like i mean they did find like i mean they said they found bullets but they found like pieces of like a kefta like Uh that'd be so crazy it would be
0: oh okay it's a wasteland of like people's stuff and yeah okay
1: it's it's crazy um so let's see Okay, so this next note, um, we have to remember um, that, oh, no, I just said that. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I won't ruin it for you. I'm not going to talk about the lives of saints that I really want to talk about right now. But if you've read it, then you know that I'm talking about the last story. Love you. Okay, (laughs) so moving forward. Zoya thinks about her aunt Liliana, who died in that attack of Novokrubirsk. And the Darkling being responsible for Liliana's death is what convinces, I think it, like, I don't know. I feel like it's the last nail in the coffin that really kind of blows Zoya into, like, reality and understanding how evil the Darkling is. Mm -hmm. Don't you think?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: So, Zoya can't help but think of all of her friends who died at the hands of the Darkling. And then Zoya, Tamar, and Nikolai, um, they're staying at a boarding house right now that's called The Wreck. And it I guess it's, like, shaped like an old ship. And so they're trying to travel in secret. They had sent the golden coach to Karemzin, so people would think that that was them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what was interesting about that is, so here's this quote, the party would be welcomed by the couple who ran the orphanage and who they knew could be trusted with the secrets of the crown, end quote. Okay. That's got to be Alina and Mal, Right. Because they, like... Yes. That definitely is. So...
0: It has to be because even at the end where Alina and Mal are, like, together, like, hanging out in the normal life, people come to visit them.
1: Yeah. They all go to visit them. So
0: I, that has to be that is.
1: That has to be. I love these little, like...
0: Yeah. So, if you know, you know kind of things. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and one thing that I really want to happen, I don't know if it ever will, but I would really love to, like, just have, like, a Alina cameo... Just, like, somewhere, like, in the... Like, I just want to hear from her again. I know, like... Like, in the
0: new book? Yeah, that'd
1: be really cool.
0: Just, like, like, what you up to, girl? Yeah,
1: just, like, randomly.
0: How many orphans you hanging out with now? She's got a lot. Yeah.
1: I'm sure. So, uh, anyways, continuing on, Zoya goes over the news of the day with Nikolai and and sends word to Jenya and David about this care-good attack that they just learned about. And I... They're concerned that the caregood are just, like, I mean, the caregood are from the Shoe, and they're concerned just, like, I mean, these caregood could go into um, Ravka and, like, attack the Grisha school. And Zoya doesn't think that the Shoe is that bold, but she's concerned about Azalta and just, like, I mean, just these new caregood soldiers are crazy um, and just weird. So... There's also intelligence about a member of the Shoes Royal Guard. Okay, I have no clue how to say this, but I'm going to try. Tavgarad, which I think is the name, like, I mean, the actual name for, like, the Shoes Royal Guard. And that one of the members might be planning a coup. And we have to remember (laughs) that they're planning this autumnal affair. Yep. You know, kind of like the filming of the Bachelor, Ravka edition (laughs) for Nikolai. Uh Uh-huh. And it might just be the perfect time for Tolia and Tamar to spy on the Shoe guards and try and uncover the coup. Zoya starts to ponder about her and Nikolai's relationship a little bit and recognizes, she, I don't know, I just think it's interesting. She she thinks about herself if she were, like, actually queen and how, like, Ravka wouldn't accept her. And yeah. I, it's just a really random, like, thought. It is. Don't you think? I mean.
0: But also, let's just put a pin in that
1: hmm I know. Put a pinnet. Okay, I'm going to continue. Next. <laughs> Next quote. Alina had been different, a saint treasured by the people, a symbol of hope for the future. But to Ravka's common folk, Zoya would always be the raven-haired witch who ruled the storms. Dangerous, untrustworthy. They would never give up their precious golden s- son to a girl born of lightning and thunder and common blood. End quote. Love that um i just love zoya love her yes we she's... know you do <laughs> i know I, sh- I should probably just get a little sign and put it right here so i don't have to say it anymore you
0: just wear a t-shirt yeah just says zoya every day
1: she's just so amazing <laughs> um okay so so they're gonna they're trying to do this traveling in disguise still and they want to enter the fold so um it's Tolia, tamar and yuri um come to Zoya and Nikolai, and um, they're kind of trying to like plan this out. Zoya complains, why can't they ever go undercover as wealthy people? <laughs> and N- Nikolai obviously is like, just whatever. He doesn't even acknowledge it. Nikolai says that they will take this first trip slowly and he's concerned about directions because the fold doesn't have any landmarks yuri then butts in and says they just need to look for the cult of the starless saint because they know the exact location of where the darkling fell i think it's funny because zoya is like no you don't (laughs) you
0: were there Uh -uh." yeah everybody's doubting
1: she ain't falling for that
0: Mm -mm.
1: so we also find there has been sightings of a new pilgrim encampment 10 miles away. And that, like, information comes from Tolia or Tamar. I can't remember which one. And so that kind of puts a, like, pin in Yuri, like, saying, Hey, I told you, there are going to be people out there. My peeps. <laughs> and um, and see, it's Yuri's character is so freaky to me right now that he's just like, I mean, they're bringing him around. but And it scares me that they... The pilgrims are out there and they don't want them to talk um so they board the sandskiff and enter the fold it's hard for zoya because i mean even though it looks completely different i mean it's the same strip of land that she saw all of her friends and family brutally killed on and just yeah. like can't get over that i mean it's just got a very negative history in ravka and it just it resembles just a lot of negativity and just like ho- the darkling and just ugh so she can't help but just get upset. And here's a quote. Yet as they drew closer, Zoya saw the shape on the horizon was not a body of water, but a gleaming black disk of stone at least a mile across, perfectly round and shiny as a mirror. End quote. Okay, so what is that? So there is they Zoya sees something in the horizon. But, you know, when you see something from far away and you can't really tell what it is, but it's definitely like, It's a black dot. As they get closer, they see that this is actually where the camp of people are, and they are looking over this, like, huge black circle as if it's, like, a holy space where—and obviously, I guess this is where the Darkling fell. So here's another quote, and this is kind of like a history lesson. I thought this was cool. Centuries before, Yuri continued, the Starless One stood on this very spot and challenged the rules that bound the universe. Only he dared to try to recreate the experiments of the Bonesmith, Ilya Mortsova. Only he looked to the stars and demanded more. He dared, said Zoya, and the result of his failure was a tear in the world, the Shadow Fold, said Nikolai. How can you know that the Fold was not a challenge the Saints set before the Darkling? You said it yourself. He defied the rules that bind the universe, that govern our power. He violated the natural order. But who created the natural order, insisted Yuri. Who is responsible for the making at the heart of the world? End quote. I just think such inf- <laughs> a lot of information there and cool history. So Zoya debates. um, about this, and just, like, because she's got, like, her own theories. I mean, she just know like, she's been a very powerful Grisha for so long. And she knows that when the Grisha try to extend their powers, there is always a price. They approach the members um, of this cult, and uh, um, I guess, like, this man, one of the members comes up and greets them. And he just kind of says that he thinks this is a sign that this, like, black circle is a sign of the return of the Darkling. (laughs) Interesting. Huh. Okay. Haven't heard that yet. That was crazy. Um, Zoya, at this point, loses it and demands an explanation from these pilgrims because she's just, I mean, they're praising this man that murdered so many and did so much Mm -hmm. evil. And in her, she's just angry. She... She starts to use her power and actually, like, ends up creating an image of the Darkling in the sand. Yeah. Um, Weird. Yep. So she's just kind of, like, using her powers, and she's all angry. So she probably doesn't have a lot of control, I don't think. I think she's, like, lost right. it a little bit. So Nikolai is trying to calm her down because she's furious, and uh, it's just it's sad. So I'm going to read this next quote, and this actually is going to be the end of this chapter, but I had to read it. So here we go. Quote. Enough, Zoya, said Nikolai in the deep shadow her power had cast. That is an order. She let the sands drop. A wave of dizziness struck her, and for a moment the world seemed to flicker and warp. Her knees buckled, and she fell hard to the deck of the skiff, frightened by the surge of nausea that had overcome her. Nikolai seized her arm. Are you— And then he seemed to stumble too, his eyes rolling back in his head. Nikolai? Yuri vomited over the railing. "'What just happened?' she said, pushing to her feet. "'Why?' But the words died on her lips. "'Zoya turned in a slow circle. "'The pilgrim camp was gone. "'The tents, the gleaming stone, "'the blue sky had bled away to a a gray twilight. "'Where are Tolia and Tamar?' said Nikolai. "'Tolia, Tamar, the squalors, "'everyone who had been standing near the skiff was gone too.' "'Where are they?' Yuri said. "'What happened to them? What did you do?' "'I didn't do anything,' Zoya protested. "'It was a little storm. No one was in any danger. "'Am I having some kind of episode?' said Nikolai, staring into the distance. "'Or are you seeing this too?' Zoya turned to the west. Above them loomed a palace wrought from the same bone-colored sand as the fold. But it was less a palace than a city, a massive structure that rose in arches and peaks, clouds roiling around in its highest spires. There was something in its construction, in its sweeping scale, that reminded her of the bridge at Yvette's. A shriek sounded from somewhere in the distance— Volkra? Zoya thought, though she knew that couldn't be. It's a miracle, said Yuri, falling to his knees. Another shriek sounded, then another, and a rumble of the thunder followed as dark shapes seemed to break from the palace, moving toward them at incredible speed. It's not a miracle, said Nikolai, reaching for his revolvers. It's a trap. dun dun End quote, end chapter... Yeah, so...
0: And this is where things start getting... Yeah. ...a little weird.
1: It's definitely, like, it's just, it like... It takes a turn. Yeah. I, I I love it. And it's just... That's crazy. Um, and then they just kind of, like, place that little thought in your head that there are people that... There, there are people that want the Darkling to actually come back. Yeah. So that's just scary.
0: Like, they're hoping and praying... for his return for some reason
1: right yeah so crazy but hey it's where the book starts getting so interesting and i love it i um i think it's cool that i mean the darklings being re like enter like he's entering our story again because i mean he is a like i mean
0: he was an integral part
1: yeah he's a he's a cool villain um not that villains are cool in the way that like he's like what he does but you know I love villains.
0: Oh, well, yeah.
1: Have you seen the new uh, preview for Cruella, by chance?
0: With, um...
1: Yes, I don't know her name. But yes, the Disney movie. That... The
0: red-headed... God, what's her name?
1: Oh, I, see, I, I can't remember. I have All no right. clue. I have no clue. I know who you're talking about, but th- I was so excited when I watched that, because that's going to be really cool. Um, But, before that, it's actually time for... Da, da, da. News. okay guys so also those of you watching and listening ha- if you've watched us be kind of weird about our mics um <laughs> we've had to be because they we can't mute them this evening like we usually do when we're playing some stuff that yeah so if you watch had
0: some equipment changes yeah they're a little hotter than usual
1: yeah hot mic hot mic Okay, so lots of Grisha cast news because tomorrow is FanFest, which is it's just like this convention, and it's two months before the show comes out. It's a interview. We know Lee and the director are there, plus like the cast, and it's going to be at eight. It's eight Pacific time, um, so that's like ten 10% for Central. us. yeah, eleven Eastern. It's going to be a drop of a lot of information. Yeah. They've hinted at it. And it's just like, it's got to be the trailer. Has it to has be. to be. It has to be. And we're finally going to get like more content. I mean, like, I love the fact that she dropped that picture today too. Like the day before. Yes. She's like. It's and
0: brilliant. a couple of the actors have dropped a couple of other pictures. Yeah. Um. What's his name that plays? Um. Kaz dropped a picture, another picture of the crows. And another picture was dropped of the Darkling and Alina. Wow. It was magical.
1: Oh, my god, <laughs> It's so exciting. It's, it is so
0: close. We're going to start seeing so many more things.
1: We are at... Yeah, guys, we are here. We are at the time that we have been waiting to get to. <laughs> it is finally here. It is. Like, we are going to... We're about to have a show, and
0: uh-huh.
1: we can watch all of it however many times we want to, and... I'm going to cry. I bet you I'm going to cry so much. (laughs) Probably. Um, Just, I'm going to be like, it's going to be too much, like, emotion, and I'm going to be a wreck. It'll be a lot. But, hey, we've been waiting for this. So, anyways, if it is the trailer, and you see it, look out for our next podcast. We'll have a little extra one for you guys. A very
0: special episode.
1: A very, yeah. And, um... Anyways, also, for those of you that know, we have been working on that little present for Leigh Bardugo still. Mm-hmm. Her birthday is April 6th, and you know what we've been doing. I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be a part of it, my email. Let us know. Yeah. We've Yeah. We've gotten a lot of stuff, and I've sent out a lot of um, writing prompts, and that's that's awesome. A lot of people, I guess, didn't have it, so I've been able to like work with them and send them some. So it's going to be kind of cool. I think it's going to be really neat.
0: You can do that at um info at grishacast.com dot com or Eric at grishacast.com. dot com.
1: Or Terry. Or Terry at just Grisha. dot com. Yeah. Just hit wasn't gonna
0: promote myself, but Oh well. Why I not? mean Girl. You, yes, um, you can contact any of us. Even like on our socials, whatever if you wanna yeah, DM us, then slide into those DMs. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> That was weird. I shouldn't have I, said that. I'm too old to say
1: that. It's well, social media is so weird. We were, <laughs> it is. We were talking to Caden about Caden wanted to watch our like wedding video, Aww. and like I thought that was really sweet. That so is we neat. did the other night, and um, it brought up the topic of like how Chris and I met when like internet would like AOL was the internet. It uh-huh. just like it just got you just created said chat rooms, <laughs> yeah, and like texting to like today's texting was actually. From way back then, in instant messages, yeah, we created LOL. That didn't just come up from the texting. Because I remember using that. Like, yep. I, I, it was, and BRB. Yep. And, yeah. It's, it's so crazy.
0: It is crazy. I always
1: thought it was funny. So, and what was funny was telling that to a 14-year-old that was like, a world without <laughs> internet? Without screens?
0: What? Yeah.
1: Uh, he just doesn't get it. Anyways.
0: I'm just embracing my old self at this point
1: absolutely yeah
0: when you get to be a certain age you can just do what you want i'm gonna keep my hair parted however i want to
1: go girl i mean
0: it's the whole i don't know if you know that whole thing the parting in the middle is like what's in right now no skinny jeans and no and like no side parts
1: oh good i never got skinny jeans so perfect
0: no laughing emojis
1: no la- so... Nope
0: you don't use a laughing emoji anymore. You use a crying emoji or the skull for as in like I'm dead. So Wow. So all of like our young listeners are uh-huh. probably laughing so hard right now as I'm schooling Eric. But um Well,
1: yeah, and I will totally admit it. Like I mean, <laughs> emojis, like I don't get it. Like, I mean, like I thought it was kinda like when they got created, but like to find out that like you can actually like write sentences with like seven emojis and not an actual letter of the alphabet. Yes. That is very awkward.
0: so. You don't say LOL. You don't say haha, and you don't send a laughing emoji. It has to be a crying emoji or the skeleton or the skull for I'm dead. Um, and that's um, that, that's how you communicate now. So just so you know. In ha- case your 14 year old <laughs> yeah. starts texting you a skull face.
1: Do you have a favorite emoji?
0: Um I don't know. I use the winky face like all the freaking time yeah, you just do. because um that's just my personality and we won't go any further than that. Uh... <laughs> I do the
1: the guy with the glasses because I think I yeah I hope people like realize that I'm trying to put a little picture of me. I think it looks like me. Yeah. A little smiley face.
0: Yeah, the winky face, and then...
1: I do the hands, mm. the like, you know, like, meditation hands. I use those.
0: Yeah. I actually do the crying, laughing one You do. Often. I don't.
1: Yeah. I've... I'll... I... There's been times where I've sat there, like, really searching through all of them, and it takes so much time <laughs> that I just give up, because I'm you like, this makes just, no sense.
0: You could have literally why, just written it out.
1: <laughs> like, why am I trying to find an emoji... <laughs> To send when I could just oh my gosh! But now
0: that you're a parent, yeah, that's so now you know you have to keep up with these things.
1: You do, you do. Um, Do you think they're gonna come out with like I mean, six of crows emojis? Because I mean, I've (gasps) I've heard that in some of like the Facebook groups, people have wanted that. Like I mean, I don't know if we're big enough for that though. I I hope we are. That would be amazing. That would be cool. That like because they did they
0: did Outlander ones. Did they? Yeah.
1: I know they did the Game of Thrones when that was like coming out, like the last season was coming out. Yeah. Um,
0: they did Outlander one so that when you were like, I'm watching Outlander, you could put the little emojis like on Facebook. Wow. I know, again, the young people aren't using Facebook. Oh, um
1: well. Sorry.
0: <laughs> they're on Snapchat. Oh, and, and TikTok. Yeah. And I, TikTok and WhatsApp.
1: No. Oh. Yeah. Lord. Well.
0: I'm not going to say what we used to use WhatsApp for back in the day, but it wasn't for teenage shenanigans mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i am so glad that we didn't grow up with texting
0: oh boy because
1: i would have gotten in so much more i would have been really 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 stupid <laughs> if i had that disposed. like yeah I had, to the, like-
0: I had the pager so every friday I never night i got that every friday yeah. night i would go roller skating Aww. with my foster brother Jeff. in brantwood in Brentwood Ugh. and we would do our little power skating for hours and hours and hours with our pagers and like every once in a while you'd get a beep, beep, beep and you have to like skate off to the side yep. and check your pager and then go to the payphone to call them back and be like, what's up?
1: And that was like, <laughs> that was <laughs> that was how you communicated then. Yep. Like, I mean, like that was the big thing. Yeah. You send like a little text message to mm-hmm. a little device that just buzzes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Your pager. <laughs> I never got a pager, but I remember my friend Nicole had a pager and a cell phone yep. and she called it like um her ball and chain that her parents made her have. <laughs>
0: but, like so And we just lost everyone like under the age of twenty five. So sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Where are your parents now?
1: Hmm wow <laughs>
0: and eric is lost in well in the, in the in past times it's
1: just weird to think about like just how much like i mean i started thinking about the roller skating rink i loved going to that like i loved it when you were like you had field trips in school mm-hmm. and like i loved going there
0: it was every friday night i would get in um in jeff's my foster brother not my partner <laughs> okay i didn't know i didn't know my partner, Jeff. Um. In my foster brother Jeff's um, little Honda that he had, Mm. every Friday night, and we would we would go hang out. We would you would have to sit in line forever to get in on a Friday night. Wow, I know it's like that is so crazy. Like imagining
1: you do that because like I the only time I ever went there was either for a birthday party or my school took me. No,
0: every Friday night, every single one, never missed it.
1: I can't imagine that you doing that. Yeah, wow. That's awesome.
0: I did the whole, like, power skating, like, the whole, like, dancing, like, and doing the the super fast. The
1: games that they have?
0: Yeah. I mean, sometimes the games. But typically it was, like, they would have moments where, like, only if you were, like, a pro you could be out there. Oh, yeah. And so Jeff and I would be out there, like, doing this stupid, like, figure skating, like, crap with it. And everybody's looking as funny. We're like, we're brother and sister.
1: Girl. <laughs> That was me. I had my own roller skates where I, like, uh-huh. did my own things that, like, in my neighborhood. And I'm not kidding. Like, my my friend Amber and I, I would always go over to her, her, like, house. We'd go in her garage. We'd put on the radio. And I would, we'd pretend that we were in the Winter Olympics. And I, was <laughs> my name was Eric Kerrigan. And I can't remember what her name was. But, yeah, I was Eric Kerrigan. And I would... I just thought it was amazing. I could, like, roller skate backwards, and that was just so cool. And then I'd pretend to do these, like, axles when, I, really, I was just, like, jumping and, like, going a half circle and landing.
0: <laughs> Aww. I know. Aww. No, we just thought we were super cool. You, you were. really. So what we, I mean, and that's all it was, that we thought we were super cool. Everyone thought that we were, like, weird and, you know, I'm out there skating with my gay brother, but yeah. it was fun.
1: Well, and I was actually... We're gonna end this soon, I promise guys. But
0: <laughs> we went on a little journey. I here. had a
1: really good conversation recently with like Caden because he's he's about to be in high school for the first time. <sighs> and I keep telling him that like it's a really cool time because this is your opportunity to like find your tribe, your people, you're like you just learn a lot. I think it's really like I don't know. I
0: Not during this time, during COVID times. Well, right, no, not during <laughs>
1: COVID times, but in normal times that's right. I forget that.
0: Hey, there's my high schooler. Hey, what's Ooh. up? What's up, Rylan?
1: Okay, so next <laughs> week we are gonna cover chapters fifteen and sixteen. Is that right? Yes. Yes. And so you're
0: gonna go first next time.
1: I am. I will do. I will go first. So, um. Okay. Thank you so much. We love you all. <laughs> Thanks for
0: hanging in there while we went on the whole little journey to the past.
1: Yeah. I... Insert
0: the Anastasia song here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> love you guys. Bye. Bye. Like, we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. A+. plus. No No mourners. mourners. No funerals.
1: This has been GrishaCast. Connect to us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at GrishaCast. A
1: special thank you for our background music created by Kendra Dantes and produced by Year 26.